Hello everyone, I'm Troy Dodds and welcome to The Week, your complete look at the week that was and the week that will be in Penrith and Surrounds. The Week can be heard every Saturday morning on Vintage FM in Penrith from 8am and also as a podcast on the Western Weekender website and social media from 9am on Saturdays. We're also on iTunes, simply search Western Weekender and you'll find the latest episode. Make sure you subscribe to get the latest episode as soon as it lands. And why not leave us a rating so as many people as possible can find out about The Week. Here at The Week we want to keep you informed about what's happening in the city where we live, work and play. We will do that today with the team from the Western Weekender newsroom in just a moment. Don't forget that the Western Weekender print edition is out every Friday, including your gloss property magazine, Western Property. You can also view the digital editions and all the latest breaking news at westernweekender.com.au or follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. And Vintage FM, of course, plays the music you grew up with and you can listen on your radio or, of course, jump on to vintagefm.com.au. Let's get the week underway. Time to have a look at some of the news of the week, some of the stories that have caught our eye during the week. And one of them, uh, you might have heard this story, uh, reports that there is going to be some pretty big changes to gift cards. We've all probably had a gift card that we haven't uh, redeemed in time and the expiry has gone past and we've all done our money. Well, consumers across New South Wales are set to have more money in their pockets thanks to these reforms. The proposed plan would see a mandatory three-year expiry date for all gift cards sold in New South Wales, putting up to $60 million a year back into the hands of shoppers. That's how much they reckon that we waste on gift cards, something like $60 million a year. The uh, state government is behind this. They're saying that they'll introduce the bill into Parliament shortly to make that happen. So gift card changes happening in the near future. Uh, Another story, a bit more serious one as well. The Greens have come out uh, this week. They're a little bit quiet in the Penrith area, but they've come out this week to talk about Nepean Hospital. Now, you might notice a lot of the time that there'll be a a serious accident in Kingswood or Penrith, and you see that the, uh, the injured people have been taken to Westmead Hospital or maybe even elsewhere. And the reason for that is that way back, about 10, even longer years ago, Nepean Hospital lost its status as a major trauma centre. So anyone with really serious injuries is taken to other hospitals such as Westmead who had that trauma status. Now, that's obviously because they are better equipped to handle that. But with Penrith growing so extensively, the call has come out from the Greens or doctors and other people as well, the Paramedics Association, saying that Nepean Hospital really should re-earn its classification as a major trauma centre. And obviously, with such a massive upgrade, great happening at the hospital at the moment, $550 million or so. You would think that hopefully part of that could see Nepean, given the growth in this area, become a major trauma centre again. You can read more about that in the Western Weekender this week. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. And Emily Newton is with us from the Western Weekender newsroom. Hi, Emily. Hi, Troy. How's it going? Very well. Now, um, the last couple of weeks, you've been reporting on the speculation that the Penrith and St Mary's police stations may merge, and now that has been confirmed. Yeah, that's right. So it's been rumoured for a couple of weeks now uh, whether or not uh, St Mary's LAC or Penrith LAC, one would close, one would merge into the other. And on Wednesday, we got confirmation that, yes, the two are merging, but there's no real details aside from that at this stage. Including whether or not the two actual police stations will remain open. Yeah, that's right. So we're being assured that, you know, the amount of police numbers that are on the beat and street are going to stay the same, that we're not going to see a uh, drop in anything. But it's kind of hard to believe that when they're being so secretive at the moment. Now, of course, this uh, this also ends local area commands. There's going to be no Penrith local area command or St Mary's local yeah, area that's command. Right. What's, the, what's the sexy new name? Nepean Police Area Command. Aye, there you go. See? 
Very so good. a bit wonder, different, wonder, that's for sure. Who came up with that? Uh, now, Prue Carr, obviously the uh, state Londonary MP, she's um, a little bit upset about this, and she's obviously staying on the case to make sure that we don't see a uh, drop in resources. Yeah, that's right. So she'd been putting pressure on this for a while when it was just rumoured, saying that Western Sydney, we're going through huge growth, we're seeing ice epidemics, we're seeing a, a booming population, and she wanted to make sure that there would be guarantees that we would be looked after, and she's keeping up that fight. And of course, the feedback on social media this week, a lot of concern from the community because a lot of people are used to calling the police, hopefully not too often, but, and having delays and things like that. So they're worried that there'll be more delays. As a yeah, that's this. right. Uh, whether or not we see longer wait times is something that I'll definitely be keeping my close eye on. Very good. All right, Emily, we'll read more about it in the Western Weekender as always. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. Here it is time for Saturday Real Estate, and while we're talking real estate, let me tell you, the biggest ever edition of Western Property Magazine uh, came out on Friday. If you haven't got your copy, make sure you go and uh, find a Western Weekender and grab your Western Property Magazine, the, uh, the biggest ever edition. Plenty of uh, great listings and, of course, a great moving home feature this week as well. If you're planning to move, you don't want to miss that one. Our property of the week this week is 27 Darug Avenue in Glenmore Park. It is on the market for between 799839 Four bedroom, two bathroom, two car spots. It has an open home today, Saturday the 14th of October from 1 to 1.30pm. Quality built only a few years ago. Spacious open living plan, high ceilings, large bedrooms, ducted air, easy to maintain gardens as well, which we all like. And the home, of course, would suit a a young busy family or an older couple as it is single story and low maintenance. And the home situated in the younger stage of Glenmore Park in the Mulgoa Rise area, located close to walking tracks, parklands, a choice of wonderful schools, and a brand new multi-storey shopping centre with three major supermarkets. That new Glenmore Park shopping centre is going to be fantastic, no doubt about that. As I mentioned, there is an open home on this one today, Saturday the 14th of October from 1 till 1.30pm, 27 Darug Avenue in Glenmore Park. For more details, contact Kim Myers Real Estate, 0421 This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. Nathan Taylor's been kind enough to uh, join us in his uh, slumber, of course, in the off-season. Nathan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Troy. Now, let's talk rugby league, believe it or not, even though the rugby league season is over, because the World Cup is just around the corner. I know you are very, very excited about this. Uh, Big Lebanon fan, of course. Um, Yes, half Lebanese I am. No, not really. (laughs) No, no, but we we all, we loved the last World Cup, seeing those countries have a a go. And this time Mm. around, some of those countries who we kind of sometimes laughed at are going to have a real serious go. Yeah, that's right. I think Team USA are going to go really well. (laughs) Well, they won't be in the Soccer World Cup, so... (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. Obviously, uh, obviously the big nations like New Zealand, Australia and England are also going to be the ones that are going to probably push for for honours here at this tournament. But, of course, the the smaller nations in Samoa, Fiji, Tonga, Scotland, USA, of course, they're all going to provide plenty of entertainment when the World Cup starts end of this month. Now, of course, we do have some Panthers involved. Right off the top, the Australian team, obviously, with Regan Campbell-Gillard and Josh Mansour. Uh, Josh Mansour, he thought he was ready for an off-season with a new baby on the way. Do you think... that um, his beautiful wife, Daniela. Is that right? Daniela, yeah. She might have been just a little bit uh, unhappy at Mal's phone call. Maybe. I'm sure she would have been a bit uh, bit upset, but uh, $30,000 a game doesn't hurt for Josh <laughs> when he gets on the field. So, look, it's obviously not great timing for him, but uh, considering what he went through last year when he represented Australia and, and did that ACL injury to come back on, on the big stage again, uh, I'm sure he should be very proud of him, and uh, I'm sure he'll be there for the birth anyway. And we've got some other Panthers, of course, representing uh, other countries in the World Cup too. Yeah, that's right. Obviously, we've got Dean Vare and Alan Martins-Lesniak representing New Zealand. We've got a few others representing 
being the, the, the smaller nations. Mm. We've got Lachlan Stein going for, for Scotland. We've got Fiji. We've got Viliami Kikau, yes. Jerome Luai mm. playing for Tonga. So, yeah, there's plenty of uh, Panther players going to be taking part. Uh, no one for USA yet. Uh, I'm not sure <laughs> if they've released their team. But, yeah, there's going to be lots of Panthers on show when the, when the World, Cup, World Cup begins. And, of course, you're very disappointed that uh, there's no Rabs calling the World yeah. Cup. Um, because yep. Channel 7 have the rights to the World Cup. That's right. Royal Rabs isn't calling. It is a big shame because I'm sure he, <laughs> he oh. would have been great hearing him pronounce some oh. of those uh, some of those players from the other oh. countries. But oh, Dan Ganane's one of my, my, my favourite callers out there and he's going to be doing a lot of the games for, for Channel 7. So it would be good to hear him on TV for once. All right, good stuff. Well, the Rugby League World Cup is just around the corner. We'll keep you updated with all the Penrith links uh, in the Western Weekender and, of course, here on The Week. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. <laughs> Nathan Taylor still with us. And Nathan, during the week, you caught up with uh, Jessica Fox, who's returned home after a, a very busy stint in Europe and a successful one. She seems pretty happy to be home for a bit of a break. Yeah, that's right. She's been in Europe for six months now. Most years, she actually spends a good six months over there because that's when they have all their, their World Cups and World Championships is over in those great river runs in Europe. So, uh, yeah, she's back home now, back in her bed in Lyonnais, in which she was quite enjoying um, seeing all her neighbours out in the street once again. But, uh, yeah, she's happy to be home. Uh, while she was away, she was on her Kitchen. They aired that, so mm. she picked up a lot of followers and support while she was away overseas with that TV show as well. So yeah, one no, of your favourite shows of the year. Look out for the Chatter on the Box Awards at the end of the <laughs> year. There could be up always there highly for best anticipated. Show. Highly anticipated. Uh, yeah, we had a good chat about that. Now nah, she's she's happy to be home. She's getting stuck into exams as well because she does uni. Um, um, Jess. So yeah, she'll be um she'll be very busy, no doubt. All right, we can read that interview in the Western Weekender this week. Now Nathan, during the week, I found an award that I think you should win. Of course, we all talk about your great efforts in the Thornton community, picking up rubbish, because you are a, uh, a rubbish, a famous rubbish collector in yes. the Thornton area. You're yes. very concerned about the rubbish that happens. And there is a Trolley Tracker Award mm-hmm. that, that comes out once a month for the person who finds sort of the best trolley that's been abandoned in the local area, right. and they, they get themselves a, a voucher. You, you were saying that you're well aware of this, and in yep. fact, you have nominated yourself on multiple occasions. Yes, every time, there's, there's multiple Trolley Tracker apps. Every time you, you find a trolley, you, you send it through and say, collect this trolley, because it's in the wrong area area, you go automatically into the draw to win a gift card or something like that. And they're yet to call you. Six months later, hundreds of trolleys I've reported, I'm still yet to get the call, so I'm a bit sceptical on that award, but I'm waiting the call every day. Well, if they're listening out there, look out for your name, because you you are one of the the trolley trackers in the community. I'll I'll pull them out of of rivers, lakes, anything, you know, to, to win this award, so call me, email me, whatever, get in touch. Alright, well, hopefully this uh, Thornton rubbish drama just gets sorted someday soon. I know it's playing on your mind constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Nathan. Thanks, Joy. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. It's time for our Your Life segment. Kate Reed's here. Hi, Kate. Hey, Troy. And uh, let's talk seasonal foods because yes. it is spring and unlike me who just thinks that different fruits and whatever just go all year round, <laughs> there are certain times of the year we should be buying certain fruits and vegetables and whatnot. So tell us what we should be buying at the moment. Yeah, so I think you're not alone there because we can go into the supermarkets and get pretty much everything we want. We assume that everything grows year mm. round. But at the moment, the things that are in season um, in New South Wales for spring are fruits like your cherries, mandarins, nectarines, oranges. Um, you've also got vegetables like your broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, lettuce, mushrooms, potatoes. So a list those, of my favourites. <laughs> all your favourite foods. Yeah. Um, no Macca's in there, sorry, mm. Troy. 
So yeah, eating seasonally is always a good way to go because you know that the food is going to be fresh. It hasn't been in cold storage. Because it does make it more difficult when we go to the supermarkets if there's a mandarin sitting there in March or something like that where we, you know, it's not traditionally in season or whatever it may be to know, well, how long has it then been in storage for? Yeah, exactly. So it's great to look at, um, there's a website called Seasonal Food Guide that's a really good resource to check out if you do want to check what's in season. Um, Another good idea is going to farmers markets, going to local growers, because then you know not only is the food local, so you're reducing your food miles, reducing the impact on the environment, but you also know that it's probably been grown sometime in the last you know week or so rather than months ago. All right, some very good advice there. And of course, then now we'll start to be talking summer soon. Yeah, not for, long. For summer and um, and also, uh, well, winter. Winter's only four months or six yeah. months away. My favourite time of the year. It'll come around so quick, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, thank you, Kate. Thanks, Troy. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. Time for our What's On and Where segment, having a look at what's happening around town. And got to remind you about this because it is now only a week away. It is the Music for Life Ball, the 2017 event. A Night to Remember is the theme this year. Of course, raising funds for the Cure Brain Cancer Foundation and all of the uh, great organisations there associated, such as the Charlie Teo organisation. In fact, Charlie Teo will be there on the night. Great music. Uh, Avalanche is going to be there as well. Tickets are on sale now from curebraincancer.org.au. It's at Panthers on the 21st of October from 6.30pm. The Music for Life Ball always a great night so make sure you are there for that one. And the Kingswood Sports Club uh, I've got to tell you about uh, some of the great entertainment they've got coming up on Sunday. They've got Time Machine and uh, if you want to go back in time and have a listen to some of the great things there. Wednesday the 18th is Cabaret Day. Friday the 20th Total Sound and Saturday the 21st Remixes. So some great bands happening at the Kingswood Sports Club in Santley Crescent Kingswood and they've got their Melbourne Cup event coming up as well. Live entertainment from 11am on Melbourne Cup Day. Uh, 30 bucks for members, $35 for guests for that very special event. And Saturday the 21st of October at the Blacktown Workers Club, direct from the USA, the Michael Jackson Legacy Tour. Hotly anticipated this one. If you'd like to go along to it, workersclub.com.au. They've got all of the details there, the Blacktown Workers Club, or you can give them a call, 9830-0600. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. Probably all remember, or most of us do, going for our uh, learner's license and having to fill in the manual logbooks. Well, that is no more because the state government has welcomed the statewide launch of the digital learner driver logbook as an alternative to the outdated paper version. Now, all learner drivers are now able to use one of three apps called License Ready, Round Trip, or L2P to log the required 120 hours of driving practice and then submit their logbook electronically to the Roads and Maritime Services. Now, parents and learner drivers, of course, tired of having to manually enter their hours of driving, then you forget to do it and all of that sort of stuff. So the digital format will hopefully make things much, much simpler. The apps include a set and forget feature where learners can start their log drive on the app before getting in the car and will record their drive in the background. Uh, In addition to logging hours and verifying details, the apps also make use of GPS tracking, automated weather conditions, profile setup, as well as summary dashboards. So they're the three apps you can get to be logging your hours if you've got a a learner driver in your family. Licence ready, round trip and L2P. You can get more details Details at rms.newsouthwales.gov.au. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. Well, we all hate it when we've uh, just filled up on petrol and we drive past another petrol station and, of course, it's about 10 or 20 cents a litre cheaper. Well, that doesn't have to be the case anymore. Penrith motorists can save hundreds of dollars at the Bowser by using the new Fuel Check app, which provides live fuel prices and much more in real time for all New South Wales service stations, every single one of them. The app is a game changer, of course, for motorists and enables them to find the best deal by price, location, fuel type and brand. The Penrith MP Stuart Ayres said the app includes 
all of the popular website functions of the FuelCheck website with multiple exciting new features to make finding the best value even easier. So make sure you have a look at this. Uh, the app includes a favourite stations function, which includes uh, the opportunity for users to set their favourite petrol stations and receive a notification when the petrol reaches certain prices. So you might say, I'm going to fill up until it's a dollar ten a litre or whatever it might be. You can do that. Uses Google Maps, all that sort of stuff. So make sure you check out the FuelCheck website. All of the details, of course, on the RMS website, uh, the state government website. But look, Google Play, App Store, it's all there. Make sure you check out the FuelCheck app. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. That is it for today's edition of the week. Whether you listened on Vintage FM or caught up with the podcast on the Western Weekender website, thank you for listening. We would love your feedback, of course. You can email us at theweek at westernweekender.com.au. Don't forget that the music you grew up with is on Vintage FM every single minute of the day and Penrith's leading local newspaper, The Western Weekender, out every Friday. We'll see you next time on The Week.